0: Today's episode of the Rough Dress podcast is brought to you by the newly updated sportsbook at unicorn.com. Unicorn has been a sponsor since the beginning and this is honestly the best looking and most convenient the site has ever really been. Their new TV Guide style layout has made finding and betting a breeze. And with a newly designed and intuitive bet slip, all the information and even access to multi bets are at your fingertips. I've already gotten started with my LPL and LCK outrights and even though it's only been a day into the regular season, KT has already let me down, but Unicorn won't. So check out Unicorn.com, the world's premier eSports betting site.
1: Hello, internet. This is Chase Redshirt King Wasnar and welcome to day three of our 2017 World Championship Team by Team Preview Podcast Series. We have done the three teams that we know about in Group A at the time of recording, and we're about to finish the three teams in Group B uh, that we know of at the time of this recording. And this one is one that I I think holds a a personal place, I'm sure, in my good friend and co-host, resident TSM fan, Guest of the Lions, World Heavyweight Champion, Walter Fed Svedshuk. Uh, Walter, you battled this Gigabyte Marines team in a best of seven the last time that they met up. Are you excited to see them again? Are you, are you excited to see them back on the international stage?
0: Lawyer has just wants to make sure that I'm, I have the right statement. Yep. Yeah. Uh, no. No, I, I don't think they're a good team. Well, yeah, I'm glad that I don't have to play against them because, yeah, no, I, okay. Uh, no, I am not happy to see them on the <laughs> international stage again, but not for the reason that everyone would assume. See, TSM, uh, I would say the Marines got lucky that they didn't end up in a group with TSM because... You know, Reggie's Reggie's not a person to be known for holding a grudge. He doesn't usually take things out on people. Uh, but TSM fans would be absolutely merciless if we had to, uh, had to play against this team again and, and probably would just crush the spirits and minds and dreams of all of those Gigabyte Marine fans. And, 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 and in all honesty, all of that of Vietnam. So I'm glad that we're in opposite groups. I am glad that you and your Immortals roster will now get to know the vengeance that is the Marines. Uh, but at the end of the day, hey, this is not the same Marines team that went to MSI. They made some roster changes, and I do not think that it was for the better. I don't think this team is very good. I don't think this team
1: is great either, and I don't have any lingering animosity to color that potentially. I, I just think that the GPL in general has never been a great region. We've seen teams like, say, the Bangkok Titans make it to Worlds before. So it's not that they're without merit per se, It's just that this is a very inconsistent region. You know, you have these small regional leagues that turn into one big league that then can kind of boil into a winner that then challenges the rest of these wildcard teams that have a little bit more of a consistent format. And to be fair, Young Generation performed better than we expected when we did our preview of the play-in stage. They did manage to take a map off of Fnatic. They did manage to... Get enough wins so against uh, Chaos Latin Gamers that they didn't have to play in a tiebreaker. Yep. So let's, let's talk about the positive here. If we're going to say that the GPL is better than we thought they were last week, because they've surprised us before and they've slightly surprised us with how young generations done so far in the play and now, where are the upsides that you can point to for those Gigabyte Marines?
0: Team? Well, the upside for the Gigabyte Marines is that they're still as aggressive as a team as they were at MSI. They go out there. They, they are a dog that has got a scent, and they are just going to chase that thing down. They are going to rip that poor bunny rabbit to shreds when they go out on their hunt. They are ferocious in their early games. They do not stop. Uh, once they've tasted some blood in the water. And that's always bode very, very well for these kind of wildcard teams as they show up. And since Gigabyte Marines don't have to play in this play-in since they did get what I think is a, a reasonable group, they didn't get paired with SKT. Um, Sir wong is kind of a threat. Uh, Immortal is kind of a strong opponent. Like these are strong teams, but I don't think they're unbeatable. Um, there are other teams that also like to be kind of aggressive in your face early on So there's going to be a lot of skirmishes that are going to happen between the Marines and the other two teams in this group So far which I think plays into kind of marine strengths Um Levi the Jungler and Optimus, they're really good roamers. They really work well together in tandem of both wanting to go into the top lane and let's get our top laner ahead or let's go invade the jungle or hey, we see the enemy jungler is invading here. Let's collapse on him. Very intelligent when they do it. They both have kind of star level playmaking potential. And then when you look at a guy like Archie, where he can play top he can play support he kind of roams around they put him where they need him um he also gives them a a way to have consistent engage one of the issues of when you do have subs is sometimes you have to listen to okay we have a new voice in here now we got to pay attention all right what is he saying how important is he into our shot calling and when you're moving archie between top and support two positions that are your primary engage tools mostly that kind of dissonance doesn't happen anymore because it's like oh it's just archie he's just playing a different champion. That's great. That works pretty well. That gives them, I think, a a fluidity that they can use if if Archie doesn't match up particularly well in a certain champion matchup that they know they're going to want to play against someone like Flame. They can put Nevon in there. Um, Didn't see a whole lot of Nevin that made me kind of happy about him in the GPL uh, summer finals that... Marines won. Um, he didn't play that great against uh, against Jisoo of Ascension Gaming, so maybe they'll just keep Archie in the top lane since he does have some some experience as a player. He might be able to hold up against uh, uh, against um, Khan and, and Flame and whatever other top laner comes in from the play-in round a little bit better than Nivon. Um, but yeah, the changes that this team have made definitely are curious to me because this is not the same level of roster, I think, that showed up at MSI.
1: Yeah. I, I think that's totally fair. I, I think that certainly the playmaking potential, we saw flashes of it when we watched the VODs. I don't think we saw anywhere near the consistency that we saw when Absolute we watched not. the VODs the previous time around. No. And I, I got to ask, how much of that do you think are the changes that we've seen to the rosters since the last time we saw them? Because it is worth noting uh, Archie, who was their support last time that we saw him, is now a support slash top laner, mm-hmm. funnily enough. He played in both positions in their qualifying series against Ascension Gaming. Yes. Uh, there's Nivon as the uh, backup top laner, and Sia as the backup support uh, that alternate in and out depending on where Archie goes. And then, of course, No Way is their new AD carry. How are those players kind of impacting... The team that we saw last split. Are they the problem or do you think that there are other bigger problems? I, at play?
0: I think part of it is the problem is that they're new players, but I think fundamentally it comes down to the meta of the game has shifted. It is no longer very mid-jungle-oriented. Uh, it is truly a top bot lane kind of game now where you're you're focusing on getting your top laner in good matchups, whether it's a tank versus tank, whether it's a carry versus tank, whether it's a strong carry versus carry matchup where they can go out and split push, and as well as this kind of bot lane where you're really trying to set them up with Tristana or a, or a Zayas so you can bully in the lane. And just no way, and this combination of Nivon and Archie in the top lane don't provide enough consistency in that way. I brought up Nivon earlier. He played a lot of... He played Gragas in that series against Ascension versus uh, versus Jisoo. And he was okay. He did eventually turn into that sort of unstoppable tank that you expect out of a top laner. But he's still playing Gragas, which is not a very popular top lane pick... Right now, I understand the ability to use it as kind of like a flex pick between jungle and top lane. Also with Jarvin, Jarvin's a much more Levi champion, I would say, than than Agragis is. But still, it's not enough, and I don't have enough faith in his ability to say, yes, matching him up against Khan, he's going to be able to match up against Khan's Chase. He's going to be able to match up against Khan's Gnar. If you're just going to put him on Gragas, you're basically telling Longju, do whatever you want in the lane. My top laner's not really going to do much to stop him, and that's probably the worst thing that you can do against either Khan or Flame. So then when you look down into the bottom with No Way, No Way is... He's okay. He's he's decent, but he's not this kind of earth-shattering AD carry that we saw out of like White Lotus from Leon Gaming uh, from the play-in or some of the other wild card AD carries where it's like, yes, this is a kind of guy that can take over a game and can be that kind of threat that we just aren't getting out of our mid laner. Um, then when you look at the fact that like Archie played some support in that series against Ascension, he played Lulu and then he also played Zyra. The second game of that series felt like gigabyte Marines were just like, Hey, let's take that meta that worked so well for us in the spring and play an MSI. Let's just play that now in the modern day. And it worked but it worked I think because the level of competition that they're playing against was so terrible. So if you're not in a meta that's good for you and not in a meta that does kind of suit the super aggressive kind of let's fight, fight, skirmish, skirmish, fight play style, I don't know what Gigabyte Marine's leg up is on any other wildcard team or what they have It's sort of, you know, some sort of secret special sauce that they can use against the power regions that are gonna catch people off guard like they did back at MSI.
1: Yeah, I I think that's entirely reasonable. And I don't think they are gonna catch people off guard like they did at MSI. I think that you know with this team that Levi is the playmaker. I I think it was very telling. Like, you know, you mentioned Navon was playing the Gragas in the top lane. Mm -hmm. Levi was playing the Jarvan and almost every other team would go Jarvan top Gragas jungle because mm-hmm. Gragas out of the jungles maybe it's you know makes it a little bit easier for him to get some of those ganks off makes yeah. you know gets the combos going because he's coming from this flanking position rather than straight up in lane, uh, and they couldn't do that because Levi needs to be on an aggressive jungler for them to have any offense whatsoever. Right, and and to me that makes him very one note, which you can get away with if the rest of your team is able to do it, but as you mentioned, I don't think that. Either their side lances are not a, a lot, and I think that Optimus, for all that he does bring, and he certainly has a couple champions in which he looks very good, I think his and has looked particularly good uh, recently, but I don't think that's enough. I don't think that that's going to be able to get them past the teams in their group. What do you, what do you think, Walter? Where does this team ultimately end up?
0: At the end of the day, I
1: don't think they're good enough to get out of this group. I'm going to be brutally honest.
0: Yes, the TSM fan, I don't think this team that almost beat us at MSI in a best-of-seven series is good enough to get out of the group. That's fine. You guys can throw all that back in my face. I'm used to it by now. I just don't think this team is as good. At the end of the day, they just are not as good as the team that showed up at MSI. That being said... We talked about the other teams that might end up in this group. We could see Team WE end up this group. We could see Fnatic end up in this group. We could see uh, Fenerbahce or Hong Kong Attitude end up in this group. Or Team 1. Uh, at the end of the day, I do think that the Gigabyte Marines are going to decide who the second team is that gets out of this group. They are not going to lose all six of their games. They are going to win a game because they are going to get their aggressive snowball running. And they do... If they can figure out some of their vision issues and, and have one real good game of vision against one of these major region teams, they can take that team out if that team isn't, you know, they're coming off a bad loss, they, they just aren't in the head in the game, they woke up too late, they stayed out too late, any of these other things, they will catch one of these teams off guard, and ultimately that victory the Marines have will decide who that second team is out of this group. So... Sorry, Vietnam fans. You guys aren't making it to the to the, the elimination round. I don't think in the group state uh, out of into the playoffs of the World Championship. But you're going to keep someone else at home too. And I think that's something that you can hang your hat on.
1: Yeah, yeah I, I think that's entirely in play. I think that while my, all of my instincts tell me that this is not a great team, um, that I'm not necessarily expecting a lot from them, even compared to say whatever team gets through in the play-in that would be traditionally a wild-card spot. I I think Fenerbahce looks a little bit cleaner to Mm -hmm. me. But, you know, they have, they certainly have this explosive potential. They have the ability to make those plays every now and then. And when they do get an opportunity to close, they do take it. They do have that killer instinct. And I think that If teams give them too much wiggle room, if teams give them too much breathing room, and and really let them get these leads in the early-to-mid game, then they might find that the snowball is a little bit more dangerous than they expected. Uh, Hopefully, uh, you guys, if you agree, disagree, you should definitely let us know in the comments section uh, on here, or follow us on social media. You can let us know uh, your thoughts on anything that we said today. I'm at RedShirtKing. Walter, where can the nice people at home find you?
0: You guys can find me at C80s underscore LOL. I'm sorry,
1: Vietnam fans. I'm sorry. I, I'm not sorry. They had two teams go to the World Championship this year. When was the last time that happened? Like, come on now. Let's, I feel like they should be <laughs> pretty good. That's true. Like, Young Generation took a map off of Fnatic. We know that Gigabyte Marines are probably going to take a map off of somebody. I think if you're Vietnam, you should be pretty happy right now because uh, your teams definitely showed... Uh, a little bit more than I think anyone was expecting. This is a good year for the GPL. Uh, maybe a good sign. Maybe Europe this whole restructuring. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm just no. I'm just kidding. No. We're we're gonna we're gonna move on to I, I think either Group C or the two teams that get through in the play-in for A and B. Uh, as of this recording, we haven't come up with that yet. But uh, stay tuned here. We are gonna do every team, uh, all two teams a day until that very beginning of the group stage and of course our Guest of the Lions episodes after that so hopefully you guys will enjoy that and until next time goodbye
0: you can follow the Rough Drafts podcast on all your favorite social media sites Twitter at Rough Drafts Pod Facebook.com backslash Rough Pod SoundCloud.com backslash Esports Rough Drafts YouTube.com backslash rough dress podcast as well as on itunes by searching for the rough dress podcast the rough dress podcast is supported by our lovely patreons at patreon.com backslash rough dress pod and by viewers like you thanks for listening and goodbye internet